This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to the Lake Show News Talk 830-WCCO. I shouldn't say that I'm surprised, um, but I am disappointed. You know, I've always liked Twitter. I've always appreciated Twitter. Uh, Twitter has absolutely changed ever since the, uh, the ownership of Elon Musk. And now one of my favorite, if not favorite, Twitter account has been permanently suspended, Aaron Rupar is joining me here on the John Schuster Cole Banker Hotline. Uh, as a journalist, as somebody that um, I truly appreciate and who reports on things that matter to, I think, all of us in this country and in this world, um, I appreciate him giving me some 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 minutes here and an opportunity to, to hop on the show and, and talk me kind of through this. First off, Aaron, happy holidays, man. I wish we were, we were chatting on the air about Timberwolves basketball and some other fun things, and we're not. But um, just kind of just walk me through – this evening, man, like, like, tell me the how how we got to this particular point this evening. Yeah, well, uh, nice to join you, Henry. Um, yeah, basically, I was sitting on the couch um, a few hours ago when I started getting messages on Instagram and text and email, uh, people pointing out that my account had been suspended. Um, you know, so that was news to me, obviously. And I thought maybe I was being trolled, but I pulled up my account on you know my phone, and sure enough. Um, I tried to send out a test tweet and it said, your account is suspended. You're not allowed to do this. And then a short time later at the top of my feed, um, a notice appeared saying that I've been permanently suspended for violating the rules. Um, I can still read tweets. I just can't post. So it's been kind of an interesting living wake type situation tonight, looking at my timeline and seeing all the people mostly tweeting nice things, which has been cool to see. But um so as I've been talking with other journalists tonight, kind of trying to piece together what happened here, and now I've seen that Elon himself has been tweeting about this a little bit. Um, I think what prompted this was yesterday when the Elon Jet account was banned on Twitter. And for people who don't know, there was an account that basically tracked Elon's private jet using publicly available information, uh, you know, where he was flying to and from and how long he was in the air, things like that. Um, and when that account was banned, I posted a tweet just noting that the same account was still alive on Facebook with the link to the Facebook page for the Elon Jet account. And it turns, turns out that at least two other journalists who've been banned tonight yesterday posted that same thing, a link to the Elon Jet Facebook page. And uh, Elon's tweets, you know, he, he's basically accusing myself and other people who've been banned of doxing him and endangering his family. Um, which seems kind of like a stretch, uh, you know, for posting a, a Facebook link. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. So um, that's all that I know. I have not heard anything at all directly from Twitter. I'm just sort of like inferring what happened based on what other people are telling me and the evidence 
that I can kind of piece together on my own. So, you know, after all these years of posting content for Twitter, you know, and having billions of views and all that, I mean, it'd be nice if they could at least bother to explain uh, what's going on here. But, you know, to me, it seems pretty clear that there's some sort of personal beef or political beef underpinning this. And, you know, it's a bummer because Twitter has been huge for me in my career. And that's basically the entirety of my audience, you know, are people that either have uh, started following me on Twitter or, you know, new readers that I attract from Twitter. So it'll be an adjustment to kind of figure out how to adapt from here. But, you know, uh, that's part of life is adapting. So we'll see if it's overturned. And if it isn't, you know, I'll get on post and master on other platforms and try to kind of continue on from there. I'm totally with you. Like, my existence on Twitter has been a fun ride. Uh, I've enjoyed it, um, although I, I do believe it's coming to an end, N- not just for me, uh, but for everyone, because it's just not the, the the climate, the atmosphere of what we're dealing with right now with Twitter. It's just not sustainable for anybody that wants to be a sane you know, human being and somebody that wants to to be about change in a positive way. I just don't understand how somebody like Elon Musk can in – in in one in one vein, say I'm all about free speech and I want the platform to be to be better than what it's ever been. And then everything that he's been about here for the last month or so has been about elevating the voices of right wing extremists and those that have been off the platform and bringing them back, but then wanting to kick off other people that are viewed as liberal or left leaning. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is kind of an instructive lesson that um, I think for many years, you know, probably yourself and myself to an extent, too, I sort of operated with the assumption, you know, Twitter was almost like a public utility kind of thing and that there were rules, you know, people got suspended for hate speech or for harassment, things like that. But like, you know, if you were just kind of posting links to Facebook pages or, you know, making fun of billionaires, um, that was that was fine. Right. Um but this is kind of a reminder that, you know, it's a private company and Elon owns it and whatever he wants the rules to be, the rules are. And so um, it is what it is. I mean, Twitter, in that respect, doesn't really owe me anything because, you know, I don't own it. Uh, Elon does. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you're, you're absolutely right that it's gotten more toxic and that, um, you know, it seems like Elon and what the small team that is left there, um, you know, they're kind of making up the rules as they go. Um, you know, this policy change about, you know, not posting people's real-time location was rolled out just yesterday, um, kind of on a whim. And um, as I pointed out last night, Elon posted a tweet that seemed to violate his own policy when he posted a video of uh, someone allegedly, you know, in a car who was allegedly harassing him. Um, But, you know, that violated the policy against posting video of someone without their consent. Uh, But of course, you know, he can get away with that because he owns the platform. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I guess the the broader picture is just that I think it's, you know, a reminder that, it's a private company. The owners can do what they want. And I think it's a cautionary tale for journalists and media outlets that, you know, it's probably time to at least kind of diversify to other platforms and sort of get your presence off of Twitter because, you know, if you can make up the rules to ban people like me and other journalists, I mean, you know, it, it seems like um, the rules are basically whatever he wants them to be at a given moment. Yep. And that's not really sustainable for anyone. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's too bad. I think you're right, Henry, that um, it's certainly taken a turn for the worst since Elon has taken over, but it's still a very valuable resource, you know, for real-time information and even, you know, it's for posting about the Timberwolves games, for instance. Um, and there isn't really a replacement for that. So I'll, I'll definitely miss it if this is really the end. 
Um, but I guess it's kind of nice to go out on top. I saw earlier tonight that I was the number one trending topic nationally, which is kind of surreal. Uh, so, you know, I'll, I'll bask in that, I guess, for at least a couple of days before I get too sad about not being able to post anymore. Hey, I'm still, I'm still upset. I'm still pissed. I'm, I got to tell you right now, that doesn't give, that doesn't make me feel any, any better. We're talking to high profile journalist Aaron Rupar here on the Lake Show on News Talk 830 WCCO. Um, Keith Oberman, I guess, has been um, permanently suspended. Tony Webster has been suspended. So, so you're not just the only one. But I guess you know when I look at this, and and, and look, I'm not a, a fan of Elon Musk. I, that's not like breaking news that everybody kind of understands that about me. I, me and you have hung out uh, a, a, a time or two, and so so you kind of understand how I view the world and all of that. But I guess. I'm trying to figure out what the end game is here with him. Like, like if it's just destroying Twitter, he's done enough to destroy Twitter. But I wonder what what ultimately is going to be the end game here moving forward. Do you have any clue? You know, I, my sense of things is that he doesn't really have a plan. Um, I think it's basically been kind of shooting from the hip as he goes. I mean, like I mentioned, you know, th- this policy that apparently ensnared me in a permanent ban was just crafted yesterday um, in response to an account that Elon didn't like. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it is from a business standpoint, it's really baffling. I mean, there were reports last night that Elon sold off billions of dollars worth of Tesla shares, which seems to indicate that he's feeling some financial pressure probably to meet Twitter's debt obligations and he has to start paying those pretty soon. But, you know, I mean, it's definitely, this is part of, it seems like turning Twitter into more of a right-wing place where, you know, this will definitely have a chilling effect on journalists who are covering Elon or critics of Elon, um, where again, anything you post can get you banned. And so I think what that'll do is ultimately kind of tilt the platform to the right in terms of, or critics of Elon, um, where again, anything you post can get you banned. And so I think what that'll do is ultimately kind of tilt the platform to the right in terms of the people who use it and the sentiments that are expressed on it and the type of journalism that happens on it. And you've probably noticed this too. I mean, my mentions have been stuffed with uh, right-wingers way more so than in the past. Um, you know, it's become a meaner and, um, you know, more right-wing place. And I, I guess maybe that's, the, the beginning and end of it is just that that's you know Elon wants to to make the platform more of a haven for right wingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, granted, there are also, there are already multiple platforms that kind of offer that niche, uh, but that seems like what he's up to. And you know, it is kind of a bummer that there isn't really a viable alternative for people who are more down the middle or left wing uh, people to to you know feel comfortable on social media. But you know, again, I think this will push me to get on some of the other platforms that seem to be growing these days. Um, it won't replace you know, what, what Twitter was, but, um, I think people should be contingency planning because, um, it's, it's definitely getting worse on there in terms of, you know, just the climate, um, the arbitrary enforcement of rules and the arbitrary creation of rules. And so, you know, for people like you or myself, we spend a lot of time on Twitter and use it for work. That's really a bummer. But again, it gets back to it's a private company and Elon Musk can do what he wants. And I guess he doesn't want me on there. So that's yep. the beginning and end of it. I, I, I totally, I hear you on that, but, but let me ask you this question because I'm with you in terms of like, you mentioned, um, and, and I think graciously, you, he doesn't owe me anything, right, because he's a private company now. But do, do you think or have any sense, this is my last question for you, do you think that political leaders will have something to say about what's going on? Because, look, we can sit here and we can talk about what he's doing, but at the end of the day, I think that there are politicians out there that will look and say, is this good for our country? Is this good for our world? Is this right? So do you think that there will be any political leaders that will step up and have some questions about all of this? Well, I know the White House has already commented on you know, Elon taking over Twitter and basically said that they have you know, concerns about some of the things he had posted. Of course, you know, he posted a conspiracy theory 
about the Paul Pelosi attack, basically a day or two after he took over, you know, that was, you know, homophobic in nature and very offensive. And the White House commented after that, um, you know, I think it'll be more of a choice, you know, for both politicians and for um, institutions, media outlets as to how long they want to stay on this place. Um, you know, if, if it's time really to, you know, kind of bite the bullet, maybe lose a little bit of your audience to try and grow following somewhere else. Um, you know, I don't really know what officials could do from any sort of like a policy standpoint, um, you know, to to rectify this situation, because, again, it is a private company. But um, I, you know, I was I was already kind of surprised at how much the White House has said um, in expressing concerns about Elon taking over. But, you know, there's not much that they can do. So, you know, I'll be interested, just like you are, to see, you know, tomorrow and um, in the days that come uh, what people have to say about this, because, like you said, there's a number of journalists, including myself, who have been suspended tonight. Um, but also the news moves really quickly these days. So I'm kind of asking in my 15 minutes while I can take it and then um, contingency planning from there to try and grow an audience on different platforms if that's what it comes down to. Well, well, before I let you go, I, I do want yeah. people to be aware of what you are doing because I am a subscriber to uh, Aaron Rupar from Public Notice. Kind of, kind of for the people that are listening and that they, they do want to see what you have to say, uh, tell them how to find you. Sure. Yeah, I write and publish the Public Notice newsletter covering U.S. media and politics. I cover a lot of stuff happening on the American right, on right-wing media, uh, Fox News, Trump World. Uh, you know, I cover the Biden White House as well. Um, of course, I used to write for City Pages, which was kind of my local connection here, and I'm still based out of Minnesota. And I do cover Minnesota topics as well, too, when they have a, a relevance for a national audience. But you can find that at AaronRupar.substack.com, or if you just Google Aaron Rupar Public Notice, uh, it'll come up in your Google results. Hey, Aaron, always a pleasure, man, to, uh, to chat with you. Uh, well, you know what? You'll be on Twitter less but you won't be any less around the Twin Cities or going to uh, to different sporting events. So let's uh, let's try to catch up soon, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on. All right, take care. That's Aaron Rupar from Public Notice joining us here on The Lake Show. And by the way, make sure that you check him out, Aaron Rupar at Substack.com. All right, uh, we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. We'll do that next year. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.